Aloha and welcome to the Golden Thread Podcast, everyone. My name is Marnie, your host, and I'm absolutely stunned and excited to welcome my dear sister, Raquel from Soul Star Medicine. She is um, an incredible, incredible woman, and I've had the privilege of being a dear friend to her for a couple of years now. So to welcome her on this, on this platform is truly just like bubbling feelings of excitement. Uh, she is uh, living on Maui and she is a Lemurian priestess, an astrologer, sound alchemist and keeper of frequency. And today we are going to be, and Seraph, Seraph, I'm always saying that incorrectly. I have a little dyslexia, everybody. But anyway, wherever you may be in the world, we are welcoming you into this beautiful resonance of the theme today, which is sound. Sound and how she and I are both sound healers, sound alchemists. I wanted to invite her on here to introduce this theme and this topic to all of you so that you may be more open to the resonance of sound and how sound can heal and how sound is. And there's so much that we want to cover today. But first and foremost, I really want to, with a big heart, big, big heart from Honolulu to Maui, like, thank you, Rekael, for coming on the show today, this podcast, the Golden Thread Podcast, and uh, let's dive in. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Marnie. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much to everyone who is listening. It's such an honor to be here with my dear sister. I have so many beautiful memories and experiences and adventures and collaborations and magic making together. And even just that energy between us is such a gift to share with you all. So thank you all so much for listening. Yeah, we're so excited. We just want to have like these, these excuses to get together. That's how I see it. Excuses to like co-collaborate and be in space together, which is really such a gift and such a blessing each time. I always feel that with Rakael. Like it's just always full of magic. And if you're not familiar with her work, you will be after this. So I'm very thrilled that she's agreed to be on the podcast today. So I'd love to begin, not at the very beginning, uh, but maybe really some basic questions for our, for the audience is like, how were you introduced to sound? And mm, let's just start with that because your story is very significant and maybe other people have something that's bubbling for them as a way that they connected with sound. But where did that sound really then, you know, come into your, into your universe, into your being? Yeah. I think it really started when I was in acupuncture school and um, I remember one of my friends had a sound healer come to her graduation party and he did a whole sound journey for us that was about two hours long and then from there I can't remember if that happened first or if it was that same group of friends we went to uh, maybe I don't there's a there's a store like an esoteric store south of San Francisco it's a bookstore and I'm misplacing the name right now but they have 
guests, lecturers, and um, East West Bookstore. That's what it is. <laughs> East West Bookstore. Um, and so they had a sound healer come. They had two, actually. A woman who had a whole bunch of um, alchemy singing bowls and a man who had a whole bunch of different didgeridoos, including a crystal didgeridoo. And if you've never heard a crystal didgeridoo before, oh my goodness. Ah. <laughs> it's so amazing. Um, and so I feel like those two, those were kind of my first like tastes of sound healing. Um, and then when it was trying to feel in through timelines, um, Yeah, so no, then then I started working with a shaman, um, and she was also a sound healer, and um, I mentored with her for about a year when I was in San Francisco, and so she had crystal singing bowls, she had all kinds of rattles and drums, and like, hanging on her wall were just like wings, like xylophones, just so like, like art, but she could just pull them off, she had all different kinds of things, um, and she had actually studied um, in the Amazon for 13 years um, with a man who was also a sound healer. So there was just a lot of energy coming through there. And then I actually started to weave it in working with her. I started to weave it into my acupuncture practice. So I got a set of tuning forks that I actually bought for myself to tune myself before yes. I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I think my clients would like this. Um, and I still have, this is my very first singing bowl. Oh, it's so cute. She's holding <laughs> a little tiny singing bowl, like in the palm of her hand. We oh, all start somewhere, right? Oh, yeah. Totally. I still use this singing bowl in my in my sessions today. Um, but yeah, and so then I had I had a bigger Tibetan bowl and then I had some bells. I used a feather that someone had given me um, to make the this clearing sound. And and then and I, I remember saying, like, I want to be a sound healer. Um mm. And then, you know, life happens and, you know, you get on other tracks and paths. And so um, I ended up being called to come to Maui. Mm -hmm. And um, and so then after being here for probably a little bit more than six months, um, I was experiencing. Um, so let's see, I had I had been working with um, a spiritual teacher, Kaya Ra. Uh, she wrote the Sophia code. So I've been working with her. And when I moved to Maui, she was like, uh, have you started working with the waters? You know, that you're, you know, you're a water priestess and you need to work with the waters and sing to the waters. And, um, and so I've been kind of playing with, you know, being in the ocean, swimming, singing out across the waters, but really it was like singing was such a challenge for me because to this day I've done garage band or no what is that called a good I don't know there's some kind of like uh online or not like a, a video game that is a karaoke thing mm -hmm. um but that's I've never done any other karaoke besides that I was like yeah. definitely <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> and it's simultaneously it was something that was so scary to me and I can also remember being in church and loving to sing but just with everyone else mm -hmm. and 
telling my mom, I can't wait till I die so I can be with the angels and I can sing all day. <laughs> sure, she loved that. Oh my God. Bless my mother. The things yeah. I have said to her. <laughs> She's an angel for sure. She is. Yes. So, um, so singing was really kind of like not something that I wanted to do or anything like that. Um, so it was really just kind of like tentative, you know, stepping into this, like, what is this singing across the oceans and everything. And um, so simultaneously, I was having a, a tower moment in mm-hmm. my business at that time. And things were crumbling, falling apart. I was afraid to post on Instagram. Um, I was just like, things were just falling apart Mm -hmm. and uh, so at moments like that when you're so raw and you're so open then you know you can really be reached in a way that you might not be able to before so uh, a client of mine a student of mine visited here on Maui Mm -hmm. and uh, um, she wanted to go her and her husband wanted to go on the snorkeling on the backside of Molokini Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. which is not a normal thing Um, a lot Mm -hmm. of the trips won't do that and so um, we went and we went to the backside and there is the waves were really big and I was like, I'm not going to get in. <laughs> but my friend, my friend got in and, and she has a disability. And I was like, oh, God, Tara's going to get in. I'm going to get in. <laughs> like, OK, fine. If she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Um, and there's this crack in the cinder, the way that it was stacking when it was being formed as a volcanic crater. Um, Mm. And so it's created this like channel that is a vertical channel that goes down 250 feet. So when the waves come in on either side, they crash and you would be like crushed on the shore. And Molokini for people who aren't familiar with Molokini, if you're on Maui, there's this small crater that's right off of the coast that you can go. And I used to dive there when I was younger um, with my father. But, you know, there's just a small sliver of it that's that's above the sea level that you can see, just like a half of a crescent of a moon. And um, it's a really special, special place. And so that's the area that Raquel's talking about is this place just off the coast of Maui. Um, that you can go scuba diving if you're lucky, if you're lucky. Um, but she got to go with her friends on the on the opposite side of where the normal diving is. And that's what she's talking about. Thank you. Yeah, so please continue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so this crack that's back there, um, it, it creates a surge. So the water lifts up and then it drops down. Um, and it's really, so you're not face down. You're really just kind of treading water and it really just holds you right in front. Um, so I never was worried about like getting too close or anything. It was just like, you know, they call it the elevator, right? The water is lifting up and it's going down and it was terrifying (laughs) (laughs) and exhilarating at the same time. Um, and I just felt like, whoosh, like when it, when it dropped and it drops you down below the pink algae line you know it's like whoosh, and you just feel your stomach whoop, up into your yeah. throat um 
And so I felt just this like massive clearing and, and I actually got seasick, which I don't ever get seasick. And so I, yeah. I had to like sit out the next dive cause I was like, Oh my God, I don't feel good. Um, so, but then on my way home, I was driving back and, uh, and, and then also kind of flash forward. I had been to sort of flash back. I had been to a singing workshop with our sister, Maria, mm-hmm. Maria Stark. Mm-hmm. And um, in one of the partner exercises we've been doing with um, exploring our voices, I shared with my partner that um, I had had this, you know, like water priestess singing sort of situation. And I had this inner guidance that I was supposed to channel through these extraterrestrial tones and I was mm-hmm. supposed to vibrate my voice, but mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't know how to like access that or do that um Mm -hmm. and she was just like oh I'm sure you'll figure it out and I was like okay (laughs) so I'm so I've been practicing toning to my steering wheel because that felt really safe (laughs) (laughs) and um and so I so I was driving back from this experience and I was being pulled into meditation and I, but I had to get home. And so I was like, I need to just, you know, I need to keep keep myself awake. <clears throat> so I just began to tone and I began to vibrate my finger up and down on my throat to try to get that vibration to just explore that a little bit. And then just in that moment, I just knew how to do it. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so then I was just doing it in the car and, um, in the house and in the house that I was living, everybody else had moved out. So I was just there by myself. They were like going to sell the house, but it was like totally empty except for my bed on the floor and my yoga mat, <laughs> my desk. <laughs> so yeah, it was a really strange, beautiful synchronicity. Um, and, and then and it's really like an initiation, you know, I really, oh, yeah. 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 So so then to connect that with how that brought me to sound, um, so I had these tones that were very clear, very apparent, very very established within me, even though it just started. Um, and but I didn't know it was kind of like I just received this like fully formed gift, but I didn't know what am I supposed to do with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, through like a series of synchronicities. Um, I ran into um, this man, Micaiah, who was on island, who was a sound healer. And at that time, there was only him and this other couple who were doing sound healing on Maui. Mm-hmm. And so I'd seen his flyers around. And so I, we were talking and I was like, you know, hey, I hear that you're a sound healer. And, uh, you know, I have these tones that are coming through me. I'm not a singer or a musician. I don't know what they are or what to do with them. Maybe I can share them with you and you can help me figure out what to do with them. Um, Please help me. I was like, I don't know. I just got this thing. Like, what do I do with this? Um, So, so, so I shared them with him, not then, but later. And, and he was just, he was amazed. He was like, wow, I can't believe you just started doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. and so he was doing in his sound baths where he would have a guest from the community come and share. So he was like, will you come sing for the sound Mm -hmm. bath? And I was like, there it is. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. 
Um, so, like, I had, like, I dressed up. I, like, you know, I had to, like, you know, prepare my, like, dressing <laughs> costume to energetically hold my vibrations just right. to be this thing, you know? Um, so, and he was really impressed with the way that I held space. Mm-hmm. And so then after that, he was going to go on a trip and he was going to have two sound baths that he needed covered. And so he asked me if I would, if I would cover them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, because <laughs> he was taking, he, he had a gong and the Tibetan singing bowls and then whoever was the guest. So yeah. he was going to take the Tibetan singing bowls with him on his trip. Yes. And I was just like. He was like, you could just come over and play the gong, you know, practice before. And he showed me a few things. And I was like, um, <laughs> let me just remember how to play the gong real quick. <laughs> like, um, so, uh, and as it would happen, um, before that, um, I had actually two people reach out to me and ask if I wanted to borrow singing bowls. One of them was Tibetan bowls and one of them was crystal singing bowls. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, please, 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 please bring the singing bowls. Um, And it ended up being the crystal singing bowls that came. And I had never played more than one singing bowl. You know, I'd played singing bowl at my teacher's house and I'd played them like in the stores in Mount Shasta, mm-hmm. but I never played two at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so like, you know, my friend who lent me the crystal singing bowls, she said afterwards, she was like, I felt the moment when you got it. So mm-hmm. that, so my first time playing a gong, playing any sound healing instruments, like for anyone else was mm-hmm. in a, fully attended sound bath (laughs) wow so it really was like baptism by fire as they say you know and it's like those moments I've had a few other moments like that in my life where it's like I don't feel qualified you know Mm -hmm. from the experiences that I've had in this lifetime and so but I know that there because there's there's so much magic and so much synchronicity that has led to me being in that place and so then I, I just have to, I'm like, I'm just in prayer. Uh, there's no other thing to do, but open up your channel, you know? And it's just like, will the part of me that knows how to play the gong, please step forward. You know, like, will the part of me that knows how to play crystal singing bowls, please come forward, move my hands. I'm stepping out of the way. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's going on. You know, <laughs> like, please come through me. Right. Um, and and it worked, you know. And then then he ended up being like, "Will you be my my partner?" That was a professional relationship in the beginning. He was like, "Will you be my sound healing partner and do and hold the sound healing ceremonies with me all the time?" And mm-hmm. uh, and it ended up being a romantic thing. But that was really it was it was really like baptism by fire. I was really like thrown into you know leading ceremonies, and it was like the within the first ten within the first 10 to 15, 10 to, I would say 10 to 15, somewhere around there, like on the 12th ceremony or something, we were doing it. We were wanting to raise awareness in the community. So we were doing a free sound healing in the park, but we kept getting rained out three times in a row. And the more often we got rained out, the more people wanted to come. Mm -hmm. And so then 
when we ended up having it inside in the church, in the community mm-hmm. hall, we ended up being 86 people. And so that was that. So it was like I was doing leading a sound healing as a co-facilitator, not just a guest um, within the first 10 to 15 sound healings for 80, 86 people. You know, it's just like. Uh, if that's not and people were, and and it was with a set of crystal singing bowls that my friends were letting me borrow, you know that yeah. they, and they were like, "Do you want to use the ocean drum? What about a didgeridoo?" And I was like, "Oh sure. my god, stop!" Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes to all of that. And thank you for sharing your story because you know we're not going to go into my story with sound, but I do believe that sound is like that. It just it is on a completely different frequency, which we know now that we've, we both have had so much experience with it. And it does come in this beautiful wave and can do things that inspire so much more than you can with by yourself, you know? So I can totally see as soon as you embrace that opportunity to just say yes to it and being initiated, you know, and Molokini and, and then having, like it all just came to you, like just because you're so open, really like then the right person came and the right instruments came and then the right opportunity to practice came. And I do believe that for people who are listening to this, they've had a very similar experience of how sound has like come into their life and really like inspired them to believe in something more than this physical reality and the and the the mental reality of our mind but the opportunity to experience so much more that the universe has and it is very surreal it can be a very surreal experience um which kind of leads me into you know the next question uh really is like with all of that you know, you were getting direct experience of doing sound baths for people and you had kind of like the tools present themselves, like here's some bowls and here's a drum and here's a rattle and here's a feather. And, and I know you have like a crystal harp and, you know, you, you started creating your, your band, you know, kind of say your, your sound frequency band, I like to say is um, where did you go from there? Like after you started gaining some confidence and having a lot of really direct experience which I think a lot of people, that's where they, they stop themselves. It's like, you know, they have an opportunity. Someone's like, come to a sound bath. And they're like, well, I'm not ready. I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough tools. I, you know, and they, they sabotage themselves when they should just say yes and just try. Um, because no one knows the difference. We're all self-navigating at this point, you know, except for we will share um, Raquel's like opportunity to learn sound from her where was it on that part when after you've gained some experience and you knew like you kind of started connecting with your instruments a little bit more on a on an intuitive time frame uh, where there's no time space continuum but really where the instruments started communicating more with you like where was that in your journey of where you knew like which frequencies to kind of work with or which ones were really in harmonic with you and your body system Mm, yeah it's been it's been different waves I would say you know different different waves of that um definitely when I first got the 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 set the full set of crystal singing bowls that my friends were lending to me um I would hear them all the time 
you know, that I wouldn't be playing them, you know, but I would hear them all the time. Um, so I, I, I really, so for me, I feel like sound is an entity, you know, it's a being with its own consciousness and its own agenda. <laughs> and when you become, when you say yes to, to being a collaborator, you know, being, as I say, a keeper of frequency and a carrier of sound medicine, that it moves mountains. It provides you, like we just talked about, instruments, places, opportunities, you know, ability to expand your sound healing family. Um, so, so it was, yeah, there's, there's more around that, around like how, how, how deeply healing that was. Um, but I'd say as far as like attuning to the different instruments and how I how I came to really like listen to attune to which ones were the ones that I really wanted to work with um it was so it started with the crystal singing bowls and the ocean drum were what was given to me I still had my tuning forks from before um and then I think I was just really like okay I was really like I want to because my, my partner had like the gong and the Tibetan bowls and just his vibe was more earthy and more like more grounded. You know, he was super into, he had gone to, he had actually studied sound healing in India. Um, so, um, so it was kind of like, because that was already, that was a place that was already filled then I was like, okay, well, I have these crystal singing bowls. So I feel like, you know, and I love like white and everything and just, you know, the angelic realms and all of that extraterrestrial frequencies. So I, that was really kind of where I tuned into. And so the first, the, the harp was the first instrument. It's actually a crystal lyre. Um, the crystal lyre was the first instrument that I bought on my own. Um, and then it was a, like a handheld, uh, crystal, um, crystal singing bowl, practitioner bowl that I got that was, uh, like angel aura quartz. And, uh, and then I think I, and then, and then it was the funny thing where it was like, I had a friend who was leaving Island and she was like, will you steward my crystal singing bowls? And she also had a crystal pyramid and a crystal Merkaba, which was broken, but it was just like you treat for looks. But so then that introduced me to to other different kinds of instruments, to larger bowls, what that could sound like. Um, and um, so, yeah, it was really just always the kind of crystalline frequencies. Um, and then going to Kauai, I met Ama Sophia. Um, and she makes these beautiful chalice crystal singing bowls that have different um, light language or different goddesses on them. And so we were in her sound temple and she had, I know, they're so amazing. Um, so she had this, this gold chalice that was a little bit transparent. It was different than the others. And she said, you know, it was the first one that she did. It wasn't as thick of a coating of gold as she wanted it because they're dipped in 24 karat gold. And so she was like, oh, you know, I could let go of that at a at a different price. You know, not to me, but she was just kind of like mentioning that 
in general, just talking about the bowls. And so I was like, like locked on. I was like, okay, that's in my, in my crosshairs. <laughs> I'm going to get that one. Um, Which I so do believe I, that's how sound instruments come to you. You know, you're yeah. never, they just come. You're not, it's never, I very rarely have had a moment where I'm like shopping, shopping for something. It's usually comes in at, through a frequency. And then before you yeah. know it, it lands on your lap or, you know, there's a beautiful new instrument or there's a, it just, it's, it's the communication is different. I want to say that to Absolutely. the listening people, like you're not doing it through the linear mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's really, it's really only been just a few of the instruments that I have where I was like, I'm going to buy that. Yeah. You know? Um, and I feel uh, the harp was like that. Um, it's a, it's an investment piece for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it was also like, because you can get, and I keep saying harp because liar, like it's kind of hard to say, but I'll say liar. That's what it is. Um, so, but you know, you can get, the crystal lyre that I had, that I have was like 15, $1,800. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you can get crystal harps for like $500 on mm-hmm. eBay. For me, it was, it was an important initiation to, to get the lyre that I did and to, to show sound that I was willing to commit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was not, like $1,800 was not something that I, that was, that was a work <laughs> that, was, that was not something that I had at that point just to like toss around, you know, like I had to work for that. Um, I had to save for that. And yeah. with every step of that, it was, this is my commitment to sound. This is my commitment mm-hmm. to sound. This is my yeah. commitment to sound. Um, Which I do believe so, and- it, is, it is a, it is a part of the deal. Yeah. You know, it definitely is a reverence and a respect for the, for what you receive. Um, it's, it's completely always worth it. Never. Yes. It, it always pushes you out of your comfort zone for sure. But I think it's meant to. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's just like, you know, sometimes our spirit guides, they really want us to be in that open communication with them they really need to know that we trust them Mm -hmm. and that and that our linear mind that is in check you know because like they have this like magical path for us to go on and if you if you're not both feet in then your linear mind can stop that and they're like we need to know that your linear mind is in the back seat like you know yeah. it doesn't have to go away but we need to know that it is in the back seat it's not yeah. driving right that's what elizabeth gilbert says about fear yes. um because they yeah because like sound is a spirit guide and it will it will it will change your life completely and totally forever you will never, ever be the same as after you say yes, fully and completely to sound. Yeah. hundred percent. It has taken me to places I would never, ever, ever have imagined on my own. There's just no way. I'm not that intelligent, like cosmically. 
you know, I really totally. have to bow, bow my ego down and just like, and then you're in this like crystal chamber in the middle of Peru, like doing sound. That was my experience with these shamans. And you're like, how would I have gotten here? It's through the sound frequency wave, just listening. So I totally agree with you on that, that it will change your life a hundred percent in directions that you can not even fathom, but it's 1000% trust. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we were talking a little bit about um, kind of like when you knew which instruments that were really resonating with you. And I believe it is a feeling it's in the sense body, it's in your intuition, anything else you want to give in terms of tips for people if they're, they're like, well, I'm really resonating with like for me, I work with Tibetan bowls and, and um, you know, and gong and crystal bowls too, and tuning forks. But for me, introduction was also with tuning forks through healing school. That was my first introduction. And I love those things to death. Um, I can get super obsessed with tuning forks, but usually there's an entry point. Maybe that's what I should say for everyone. And um, you may... For me, it's like I resonate with crystal bowls for certain work and I resonate with Tibetan bowls for certain work and the gong for my Kundalini work. Um, but what would you, would you give any other tips for people like while they're in starting to embark on a journey with sound, what they should be paying yeah. attention Well, I think it's really about, it's about listening, mm -hmm. you know, um, that, that first that first of all it's like you know because every sound is sound healing you know it's like every because sound healing is really knowing how different sounds move energy mm -hmm. and then to intentionally use those sounds in order to move the energy in the way that is most healing for that person or that group. So it's, first of all, it's just really opening your ears to pay attention and being in your body. So it's like this deep presence, physical presence and embodiment where you're, you're listening. And so it's like, you know, even wherever you are right now, I know you're listening to this podcast, but you know, maybe later when you're walking down the street or in the woods, like, and, and it, and it's actually, you don't have to be in like a pristine nature environment to do this. Like it's actually really great to work on feeling and hearing through the different layers of sound when there are many different layers of sound, like in a city. Um, I remember I did a yoga nidra um, class one time in, in a, we're in a, in a yoga class in San Francisco. And it was all about in the beginning, it was all about expanding like, okay, so listen to the sounds in the room. Can you hear anybody else breathing? You know, like what else can you hear? And then expand outside the room. Can you hear the people at the front desk? You know, like what, can you hear anything else? And then expand out to the street. Like what can you hear on the street? Just here, right out in front, not far, just here. And then expanding out like, you know, three blocks from here. What else can you hear there? And then expanding farther out from that. And then like expanding as far out as you possibly can. Like, could you hear the ocean? You know, it's like, cause we're in San Francisco, it's there. So, and then bringing it back in, right. Where it's like, okay, bringing it through all of those layers. <clears throat> if you've seen the um, video, Eve's power of 10, 
it's kind of like that, the Eames Tower of 10 video. So then you bring it back in and then it's like, okay, bringing it back in to the room and then to your body, to your own breath. You listen to your own breath, then listen to your heartbeat. Can you hear, can you hear the blood coursing through your body? You know, what else can you hear? Um, can you hear your digestion, you know, and, and even like a non-physical level, like, you know, what else can you hear? So, so it really starts with a, a deep practice of listening um, and playing with sound. In, again, inviting sound to be your spirit guide, to be your teacher, your mentor. So even it's like I live um, kind of like uh, on the edge of a, a gulch. So I'm on the top and then there's a gulch down at the bottom where there's a river, a little stream. And so at nighttime, especially after a rain, but generally most of the time I can cup my hands behind my ears and I can actually hear the stream flowing over individual rocks. You know, I f- it sounds like I'm right next to it. Mm, amazing. So, so I would say that is first about like, really listening so much more deeply and listening to the silence. That's, you know, one of the things that was, that was such a teacher for me when I actually transitioned from working with my sound healing partner to working alone was really working with silence. Um, Mm -hmm. But, but so it's really listening to all that you hear and all that you don't hear Mm -hmm. and then being in your body and feeling how that shifts and changes energy in your body. Like that's learning from sound one-on-one. Yeah, absolutely. And I do believe that I think some of my best guidance has been the silence, you know, I do agree with that. And I've worked with so many people as a sound healer and watching their energetic body shift as they hear certain frequencies and certain sounds and certain notes. Um, It all lives in the body. And so, and we can talk about that a little bit too, is just the sound frequency of the body and, you know, our cells and the fluids of the body and our muscles and our ligaments and our joints and all of them are holding different, um, frequencies in the body. And I think that's why it's really like my approach has been, um, you know, hands-on healing, energy healing, and Raquel's approach has been began with acupuncture. So understanding the energetics of the body, the chakra system, the Nadi system, and these are all based in, you know, ancient, you know, Indian um, traditions, spiritual traditions and Taoism. And you've got it. I mean, it goes back, sound goes back thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years, but how we utilize sound now, I believe that, um, it is so much more accessible, right? It is so much more accessible. And especially during this time that we're in, you don't necessarily have to go in person to experience a sound bath or listen to sound guided meditation, like utilizing the world wide web, which is probably even an old word at this point, world wide web, <laughs> the internet, <laughs> www, um, is, uh, you know, part of the Aquarian age. So 
what would you say um, would be a good thing for people to start? Because people who are listening, I get this question a lot, like, where do I start? How do I start? What should I do? Um, where do I go? Who do I connect with? I've never done sound. Uh, so there's many, many things that we're going to share with you guys today. And it'll also be in the bio content of the post on Instagram, as well as the podcast information of with Raquel's links and and everything that's that we can say she's got an amazing resource page on her website but for someone who's just getting started with sound possibly besides the listening and maybe they're curious and they actually want to really learn you know how do i how can i incorporate a crystal bowl into my life or a tibetan bowl into my life um maybe some tips or or some advice about that yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I have a sound healing class. So <laughs> there's, there's that. But I think, um, I think it really like it just really simple starting out, starting out, starting out, starting out. It's just, you know, find an instrument, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just be you don't have to have a full on repertoire of, you know, full on symphony of sound healing instruments to start with at all. Um, and it can be, you know, like I said, in the beginning, it was like, you know, tuning forks are a really great place to start because you can get a full chakra set. And so then you can, you know, play with and feel the different frequencies of different chakras and, you know, tuning, like listening to two different tones um, of two different chakras that maybe you're like trying to get, you know, your sacral chakra and your throat chakra to communicate or, you know, your heart chakra and your solar plexus to communicate or something like that, or just polarity crown and root. Um, so that's a really good place to start. Um, but you don't have to start there, you know, even just like getting a little bell, you know, like a little bell can be mm-hmm. super simple. Um, and just again, play with it and uh, and ask it, right? Sound healing instruments are beings that are the channel for the entity of sound to come through and teach you. And so to ask those instruments to be your teachers. Um, mm-hmm. And also to say that it's like, you don't have to like sound healing instruments aren't this like, you know, special set, like, oh, well, that's a sound healing instrument. That's not, you know? <clears throat> so you can do something like as really simple as a feather, you know, like if you find a feather, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to a local park where there are geese or something, you know, it's like you yeah. can find a pretty good sized feather and then you can work with that. Um, you can also make a rattle. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a rattle that I made from um, beads they were just crystal beads. I think the one that are in that rattle are moonstone beads. Mm-hmm. And then, and I just went around my whole house and I was like putting them in different things and shaking them in like a glass or a mason jar or, a mm-hmm. you know, all different kinds of containers. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting this and it sounds like super esoteric, but it's like, it was what worked. You know, yeah. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> I had this alabaster vase that I got for my first trip to Egypt that I wasn't really using. It was just a little vase that was sitting there. And so I put the alabaster beads in there and shook it. And I was like, oh, that's it. So then I just took a piece of fabric and just tied it mm-hmm. over the top to make a lid. And that's a rattle. And voila, there you go. Yeah. 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 But I love that um, 
just welcoming in sound, you know, and not having so much pressure on yourself to, like you said, have a, a full orchestra of bowls or, you know, just start with anything, like anything, and just start playing with that with that collaboration with sound. Because to me, once you start with one one thing, it just opens up these portals for other sounds to come in. And my experience is that sound chooses you. And then you are working with that frequency when you say yes, right? And you must say yes, otherwise it won't, it won't communicate with you. And then before you know it, you're sitting there with either a ton of bowls or a ton of gongs or, you know, allow it to do whatever it wants to do. Because as Raquel was saying, they are sentient beings, you know, they definitely, um, you are collaborating and communicating with a consciousness. And so the more that you have reverence and respect for that, the more that the, it will work with you. And that's really exciting because it just redefines your whole reality. Everything mm -hmm. shifts from there, completely shifts. You see things differently. You hear things differently. You see people's energies differently. It is such a blessing. I mean, I really truly feel that those that are able to work with sound are really, really very blessed. Um, and share that. So I encourage all of you out there, if you're hearing this and you're curious and it's like sparking something in you and you're like, I've always wanted to, I never knew how, um, here's your chance. So moving on to the next thing, which is really exciting because one thing that I will say, and, and I hope that she will receive this as much as I love it. And I'm not going to cry is Raquel is an amazing teacher. And she has curated some fantastic, really approachable, full of magic and mystery and, uh, and very concise ways of learning information that is truly channeled, I believe, from the galactic realms. <laughs> which is really hard to like channel light language into linear terms. So she's completely blessed in that regard. And her astrology chart shows that too. But if you are, you know, it is, it's not just a talent, but it's, it's, you know, why she's a Lemurian priestess, why she's a sound alchemist is she's designed for this. And she's really, this is her Dharma. And this is her Kuliana, as I remember her saying in our Lemurian um, retreat, it's, it's part of why she's here. And so, you know, with that, everyone has certain things to share right now. And, you know, a big part of Raquel's whole existence, I believe, is about sound, you know, and the ability to not only for herself, like, I'm not so much like I'm, I work in hospice and sound. I'm more of like, I'm in the, I kind of like, I'm in the field, you know, she's like on the galactic ship, like, okay, people, <laughs> this is what we got to do. <laughs> I feel like I'm the like little beam of light she sends down to the earth plane to like work with people who are transitioning. <laughs> but if you're wanting and you're curious out there about how to work with sound, how to get started, she has fantastic courses. And one of them, um, which is open right now, and it's called the Shamanic Star Sound. 
So I would love for you to, to explain this to the group out here, whoever's listening, because I know there's, a, I can feel people already. I know we're going to post this today, but I can feel the souls that are like, oh my God, I'm so excited. It's finally here, this opportunity. I've been waiting for this, or I didn't know I really need this. And now the, the doors are opened and thank God. And how wonderful is alignment, right? Like how wonderful is alignment? Um, and so if you are listening to this, like congratulations, number one for being in alignment. It's huge. Alignment is everything. So if you're listening to this and this is like, oh, your cells are bubbling and you're really excited, please listen to uh, what she's going to share about this new offering, or this actually is not a new offering, but this current offering, this current offering about the shamanic star sound. Yeah, so exciting. So shamanic star sound is an all level sound healing course. Um, it's nine weeks long, so it's not a huge time commitment. <clears throat> you get content every week with the exception of the ninth week. That's when we have our final Q and a call. So for eight weeks, you're getting content. And so, like I said, this is for all levels. Um, you know, spirit was really precise in how it told me how to do this. This course actually arrived to me when I was in Kauai. And I had just gotten out of the bathtub and I was laying on the floor trying to cool off so hot. And then all of a sudden it was like, whoa, like what if we did a sound healing course on Zoom and people are all over the world with their sound healing instruments? Um, so really it's so it's an all levels course. So you don't have to have you can be a complete novice. I call it sound curious. Um, so you can be sound curious with no instruments at all. And you can fully take this course. You will learn how to learn from sound. You actually, I actually let all of my instruments teach you before I teach you. So it, we go through, I think this is the second module where I play all of my instruments and it's for you to listen and then stop and journal. Like, what did I learn? How did that move my energy? Um, so really, it's like, you know, you're, it's already inviting your connection with sound to develop. Um, so, or, and then it's, it's, there's plenty of things we go into, the science of sound. Um, Marnie has a beautiful offering that is her bonus meditation, connecting the chakras with sound. Um, and this year, we have some really incredible guests who are going to be adding to um, the content. And so the, it's not just that they're guests for right now there, it's like they're creating content that's going to be part of the course for the duration of the course. Um, and so we have our sister Oni who is sharing about voice, how to use your voice as a sound healing instrument, how to use your voice with your sound healing instruments. I just watched her videos last night. Her content is super grounded and clear and concise and very empowering uh, I'm in the lessons with you on these with the guest teachers I was like I'm gonna have to practice that more <laughs> yeah I, know. I love it I'm looking at it right now and um sorry go ahead yeah Oni's work uh I can mm -hmm. see uh, artist healer pure bioenergy therapist sound healer spiritual life coach ritualist and ceremonialist um really just a beautiful, a beautiful person. Um, mm -hmm. And there's also Simran is her name. Yes. Yeah. Simran is coming on. Um, we're adding her content new to this time. So if you're 
listening to this anywhere around the current publication date. Um, her, her content is brand new with this round of sound of shamanic star sound. And she is, I remember when I found her on Instagram, you know, through the angels of the internet and she was doing light language transmissions and she had crystal singing bowls and a gong. And I was just like, wow. Like, and I asked her, like, have you ever done sound healing and light language at the same time? Play your bowls with sound healing. She was like, ah, and I was like, let me know. (laughs) Um, And um, she actually took shamanic star sound. Um, So, and she already had uh, done a few sound healing courses that were actually certification courses. And Shamanic Star Sound is not a certification course at this time, and I explain in the Q&A section why that is, mm-hmm. um, because I spent a lot of my life trying to get out from underneath my acupuncture license. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that was as amazing as it was when I really started to tune into my kalyana and my dharma that was actually not acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Um I, I really had to do a lot of work to get out from under the programming of being validated by someone else. Mm-hmm. So that's why. So maybe I do recognize that it being a certification course has its benefits. And at this time, I'm not there yet. So so Simran had done other. That's that's just a sidebar. But <laughs> Simran had done other sound healing certifications and she just wasn't feeling confident. And so it was really like through doing shamanic star sound that she deepened her intuitive connection to her instruments and found the clarity and the confidence to be able to share it more openly. Um, So it's such a gift to be able to like see talent within the students and to be like, Hey, would you like to do this? And it was the push for her because it was like, doing the sound healing with the light language at the same time was I think something that she was moving into. So it's, yeah, that's the soul, soul contract right there. It's such a gift to be able to um, create that space for her and for all of us, right. Channeling light language. It's really like, I I've started to bring within the last, you know, when I was before COVID, when I was doing live performances, Um, That was when I was really leaning into bringing light language in. And that was the beginning of that. I do that now. Um, So I do a light language invocation in the -hmm. beginning of my sound ceremonies. And I also will oftentimes sing with my rattle in light language. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a really beautiful talent and a gift, not like a talent, but it's a really beautiful gift to be able to bring through. And Simran has done a lot more specific um, study and research into how to call that forth. So I'm really excited for her bonus content. Um, And then, so with all these amazing things, um, and we go through it's, and it really is the way that the course is set up. It's set up in the same pattern as a shamanic journey. And so really like my, this is not a course on shamanism. I don't claim to be a shaman. Um, I, although I studied and mentored with a woman who is a shaman, um, for almost a year and her information is linked in the sales page. Her name is Erica. Um, it was really through sitting with her and feeling how she held the space Mm -hmm. that, that through many different sound ceremonies, 
um, that taught me like how, and there were so many transmissions that came through her just from us hanging out, you know, it was like one time. That's why I love like, like actually having a physical, like having sound as a mentor is wonderful, like a (laughs) non-physical entity, but also having a human being who Mm -hmm. is an embodiment because there are transmissions Mm -hmm. that I received from my teacher that were not, she wasn't teaching me. It was like, there was one day where we were sitting at an event where there was a jam band playing. We were like having a snack on the ground, sitting on the ground outside. And she just mentioned something offhand about the way that the jam band would play like a rhythm and kind of like you would like be tapping your foot and then it would go crazy and how that was like moving the energy. And I just got a full transmission about how (laughs) sound moves energy in that moment. Um, So, so really, so the whole course is following along the lines of the format of what I learned from her as far as like a sound journey. Mm-hmm. And so then we so we go through it's they're like learning like little bits and learning from the instruments, learning about sound science, and then we go into um, how I play all of my instruments, and also then what I call the anatomy of a sound journey, mm-hmm. and how you would structure it, how to hold the space, because one thing that I think is important for people to know um, is that you know I just got a request to do. Uh, to create some sound healing content for another platform. And I wanted to really check in with them first because I was like, if you just want crystal singing bowls for 20 minutes with without me talking, like that's not what I'm available for. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I want to create a sound journey that is a transformational experience that has a beginning, middle and end, you know? Um, and so and they were on, they were on board for it, so it was great. Good. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yay. so because sound has the ability, of course, it can be relaxing and blissful and beautiful and amazing, and you can have you know beautiful visions and all of that stuff, and it can, it it can it because sound, and specifically sound healing instruments, specifically sound healing instruments that are four hundred and thirty two hertz they're tuned to a more natural frequency, a more natural resonance between Mm -hmm. us, our hearts and the earth. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes in our lives, we pick up other frequencies, you know, from uh, trauma, from, you know, the current political climate, from police brutality, from so many different things. Mm -hmm. And, it's not that I want to be super clear here. So it's not that sound gives us a space to um, be able to tune all of that out and to feel happy. Like, you know, when there's like crazy shit happening in the world, but it's that sound gives us the ability to strengthen our nervous system so that we can be agents of transformational change to use our voices, to use our votes to create massive radical political change for the greater good of all of humanity and our planet and do that from a place of harmony and resonance, remembrance of our natural frequency and alignment with ourselves and the earth. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes in a sound healing journey, sound will penetrate you to your core to really get the essence of that truth 
mm-hmm. and then it amplifies it and pulls it out from the depths and then it has to move through that dissonance mm-hmm. and it has to vibrate that dissonance that's not in alignment with that if you're willing to release it it can be transmuted in the alchemy of sound and sometimes that's not comfortable and that's okay <laughs> so anyway you asked me like what is the sound healing course and I'm like teaching it already <laughs> I know. Like, it's so great though it's so great and I think it's all perfection in motion um because I do believe that you know it's one thing to understand what sound is like and we all know that right like we all have grown up with music that we love or a song that can make us super emotional i mean we're talking about your body and how it feels and reacts to sound and sound currents and when you put those things together with intention like she's saying with alchemy of sound you really can do things that are deep healing within self um completely changing your your cellular memory in fact and stuff within the dna which is like epigenetics and things like that but you know she's gonna go over that in the course and um we're gonna put a link for it and i hope that um you know if anybody is interested in it it is beginning i'm trying to look on the site right now of when registration um begins and when it kind of ends for people yeah so right now here in present time moment we are recording this on october 27th 2020 and so so the um, registration is open through the end of the week for the next one two three four days so it's the registration for this round of shamanic star sound is closing at 6 p.m. Pacific time with the full moon on halloween on october 31st and so module one Module one is dropping on November 3rd, on the day of the election. So um, that was what Spirit Spirit was like, this is how it's going to go down. <laughs> um, oh, the things so, we do. Yes, yeah. So I want to also share, too, is that um, so part of the original vision for this course was not possible in the beginning because sometimes my vision is ahead of the technology. Um, So the original vision was to have a sound lab where we have people all over the world, small group, 12 max on zoom with their sound healing instruments. And we can go through, excuse me, the things that we have learned in the course, we Mm -hmm. can um, share our different instruments. It's not like a, jam band like everybody's not playing their sound healing instruments all at once it's more right. kind of like a Q&A session with our instruments where it's like I have this question about how do I you know create a harmonic fifth in my with my crystal singing bowls or how do I like disperse energy with this instrument because I don't have the instrument you recommended um mm-hmm. so but so now Thank goodness to COVID. Yes. <laughs> Zoom has upped their technology. <clears throat> yeah. So you can you can now do because before you couldn't even play two crystal singing bowls at the same time because the sound would cancel each other out and you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. So yeah. now there's a formatting about how you can set that up. And <clears throat> excuse me. So we have the sound lab that is available. There are a few spots left. 
I do. I'm just going to, I haven't said this out loud to anybody else, but um, I do have it on my calendar where if that sound lab does fill up, I think there are three spots left right now mm-hmm. that I do have places on my calendar to open another one. Mm-hmm. So, because it's a, yeah, with the two different waves, because we actually launched this course back to back, which was something I've never seen anybody else do as far as mm-hmm. online courses go. And I, you know, I think a regular online course person would say that's not smart. You'll mm-hmm. oversaturate your audience. But yeah. Spirit was like, no, we no. need two <laughs> waves. We need them both to be happening at the same time, overlapping each other for the months of November and December. Yeah. Um, so with both waves of the wave one, which has already started and wave two, which we're enrolling for right now, um, I'm actually going to be sitting live with sound healers sometimes twice per week, every week, with the exception of the week of Christmas, from now, this week, until the second week in January. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a big, it's a big collective. I feel like we're like, you know, hold on, we're like, of frequency calling all carriers of sound medicine we have this collective mission to be really like helping to facilitate humanity as we walk through this portal of global change that's not just the u.s presidential election that coincides with the great shift that is the planets jupiter and saturn the titans walking really from from, from Capricorn into Aquarius, this is the age of Aquarius dawning in our lifetimes. It's happening now in December. <clears throat> and so, so that's, that's really like the, the greater mission that is, that we're all, we're inviting people to be a part of right now. Well, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, it was like, I can't make this shit up. Like that's so precise. <laughs> And so aligned, like I just, you know, I'm just following the recipe that spirit gives me like two scoops of sound healing and a dose of election. And it's completely surreal. It's so surreal. My human mind does not have the capacity to organize something like this. (laughs) I I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I believe, you know, so much right now in what you're doing and, um, listening to like what the nine weeks of the shamanic star sound, if you are interested, as she said, so we are in 2020 right now and doors are open until Halloween on the 31st and then it will begin on November 3rd. Um, so I'll put the, it's shamanic star sound, no, it's soulstarmedicine.com, but you will see it in the bio of all the information and I'll be linking Raquel's stuff um, if you're curious and and she has a great team that works with her too. So, and there's lots of um, frequently asked questions on the, on the homepage of the website. So there's, you know, you can, you can filter out through if this is like your time or not. And we'll just, we'll kind of end a little bit with the astrology, as you mentioned, of just like what's happening in this last big push of 2020. And it is a big push um, as we kind of culminate these energies of Jupiter, Saturn. I think we have another, don't we have another conjunction also in November? 
I mean, there's so many things happening. Yeah. Um, Jupiter, Jupiter and Pluto will be coming together for the third and final conjunction. I'd have to look at the exact date on the calendar, but um, that's that's a huge date. That's in the middle of November. I think that's when my course starts with with Luminary. I believe it's the 13th or 14th, right? Yes, it's the it's it's the it's. T- 12th 12 is what I have maybe that's our Hawaii time maybe it's the 13th yeah. in other places but um yeah which coincides with the new moon in Scorpio which is lunar Samhain it's just like really yeah. it's just like you know that's also the time when um Mercury goes direct on the election and then Mars is going direct on the 13th the day after the Pluto Jupiter conjunction and it's just like kind of like and then we also start into eclipse season <laughs> yeah and then that's yeah that's when uh jupiter and Saturn go into Aquarius. Saturn goes in on the 16th of December. Jupiter goes in on the 19th of December, um, right before the winter solstice. It's just, yeah, all systems go. Who knows what that will look like? You know, it will look like um, beauty and abundance, and it will also look like chaos and destruction because we're crossing the threshold from one age to the next, and there are certain things we cannot take with us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel just so supported and blessed to be on this journey with you. And, you know, you and I have have such a, I love you so much and really want to thank you for, for guiding us. We're all guiding each other home, right? As Ram Dass says, like we all need each other and we all need to support each other. And this is what the feminine age is about. So I really encourage anybody who is out there listening and feels a connection to Raquel's work, like, please, please just take the leap of faith. It's, there's no better time than the present. This is what you're here for. Okay. We're we're tuning you in right now. This is why you showed up at this time in history is to do this work right here, right now. So really like embody it, welcome it relish it be excited about it you have incredible mentors um, that will take you through in that course and in all of her work that she does um, there is you know a certain i always say like it's not just like there's a lot of like feeling of nobility with Raquel. Like you'll see it in like, even like her, you know, her, her colors that she chooses, there's a regality towards her energy. And it's just beautiful to witness the unfolding of sound in your life and where you started to where you are now. It's mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. Like who would have thought that's where this is where you would be, right? It's just absolutely incredible and it's accessible for everyone out there. And that's what she's great at teaching is that you too deserve to have a life filled with magic and miracles. Magic and miracles. Yeah. Oh my God, Molly, you're gonna make me cry. I know. <laughs> I didn't need to do that with you. Oh, but it's so true, you know, like life is too short. So if you wanna experience life on a different level of consciousness, 
please sign up for, for this or something else that she offers. And um, I will be there too in that course, but really it's about trusting that you're on the right path. And if you're listening to this, this is your, this is your little angels like ding, 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 like she did with her bell, like this is it guys, here you are. <laughs> The angel wings are speaking, the seraph is speaking. So um, I would welcome you to, to say any closing remarks for this beautiful session, this podcast that we had today on the golden thread. And usually I like to end it with, you know, what do you feel? The reason why I titled it the golden thread is to find the universal connection between all of us and why we're here. And we did touch upon that kind of with like the, the astrological shifts that are happening for humanity, but this collective upliftment that we're all going through like what do you feel is the golden thread that's trying to come through you mm. i what a good question wow um thank you um i feel like the golden thread that's trying to come through me is um i feel like i'm it's it's my greatest prayer to be a living breathing permission slip <laughs> to to walk in life in a way that shows other people that that more is possible you know through the healing of the autoimmune disease that i used to have through literally starting my sound healing journey with an overdrawn bank account. <laughs> um, and like, you know, like I said, you know, being like, how am I going to make money? Like what? I don't even know. Like, you know, like really being in this place of like scarcity and uh, um, yeah. And just transforming all of that. Um, and to to be in a place where it's also to to show others that it's like it's fully fully possible to live a life of beauty of of ceremony of communion with the divine um and to really also show that it's like <clears throat> all of this already is inside of you that it really is like all of that that I just said really came from a place of, of deep, deep remembrance. You know, like I said, those moments um, where it's like, you know, will the part of me that knows how to do this step forward, um, whether that's sitting in front of the gong or sitting in front of sound, crystal singing bowls for the first time or, you know, when I was 22 on the vision quest and, you know, having being the, in the position to have to offer the prayers, to have to lead the ceremony in the sweat lodge, um, that it's like they're you spiraling within your DNA right now is an intelligence beyond your comprehension. And that like all it really takes is an intention, an invitation, um, a willingness to listen 
to what that what that truth is within you um, and that it will it will lead you it will guide you it will change your whole life and with that let's take a nice deep inhale everybody Sigh it out Mahalo Keakua, and thank you to all the angels and guides that were here for this incredible podcast today with Rakhael of Soul Star Medicine. Deep bow to you, sister, with everything that you're doing. Always an honor to share space with you and co-collaborate. And blessings to you on this fall season and your courses and everything on Maui. And Hopefully I'll be over there soon and we can play in the ethers together, but mahalo and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, thank you so much, Barney. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your podcast. It's so much fun. It's so much thank, you, fun. thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who is listening, who listened to any of it. If you're hearing these words, thank you for listening to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just really thank you for being for being open to the transmissions that are here that are coming through for your eternal empowerment. It's such an honor to be in communication with you today. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And from all of us on the Golden Thread podcast, we wish you a blessed, blessed day wherever you are, or a blessed evening wherever you are on the planet. All our love is with you eternally and mahalo. Thank you.